This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International, and also with Tim Walker. He's with Ethnos Canada. Um, in the first episode, in the first part of this two-part series, we talk with Tim about his work with the Piaroa tribe in writing a Bible translation. Now, if you haven't listened to the first episode, you need to go back and listen to that because it'll set the stage for here, part two. Now, what Tim had explained in part one is that he had felt a call to go down to South America and work with the Piaroa tribe and to write a translation in their language that had never been written before. This is a people group who only speak one language. They're not a multilingual group. They speak just one language, and the Bible had not been delivered to them in their language before. And it took him better part of 27 years to learn the language and to translate the Bible. And now we have an opportunity to have that work complete. And that's where Spirit of Martyrdom came in. Spirit of Martyrdom stepped in to begin to raise the funds in order to publish this Bible and to get it into the hands of Christians who desperately needed it. And, it, and that's all part of Spirit of Martyrdom's Bibles for Venezuela project. Part of the Bibles for Venezuela project is to get Bibles into the hands, we're hoping, of three 3 million Venezuelans, uh, Venezuelans who love Jesus, but don't have a copy of God's word. So David, I want to toss it over to you. Tell us a little bit about your um, ongoing work with the Piaroa tribe, Russell Stendhal, and with Tim, with Tim Walker. Yeah. And part one, again, people should go back to that is Tim talks about connecting with Russell, because with SOM International, our heart right. is not only to raise the need and the understanding of it, but also in the distribution side, which, you know, God has given us boots on the ground. And so that's our exciting contribution, what God's doing here. Now, uh, Tim, what I, I'd love to go to is people love stories. It, it encourages us what God's doing. Can you begin to share stories of now how the as the Bible has been distributed there? How is it changing the Piaroa people in Venezuela overall from your you know, spiritual insight and radar there. If I could just back up just briefly and just uh, give a little bit more clarification. So there were Bible translations done pre previously, but none of them were sufficiently accurate to communicate clearly the scriptures. And this is what led me then on the 27 year uh, task of, of providing an extremely accurate, exegetically sound version of the new testament in the piero language one in which oh, you th can... thank you for the clarification yeah yeah you're yeah welcome, and, man. and i and i think on a leader i'm just gonna jump in real quick here tim because i think on a leadership principle you what i saw is that how you developed a team of pieroas who the holy spirit had really touched in depth of the word and so that brought the accuracy and the depth and the riches to that language of that scripture, which lots of times when there's translations, there are, you know, there aren't believers there, but you came in where uh, in a point that God had touched some, uh, you know, believers in that tribe. And so you had something to work with, but to bring a rich, robust and accurate translation. Amen. You know, I have an aversion to religious wording and just going through the motions of religion. You know, we're full of it in our own lives and it doesn't really fill our hearts. We want the real thing. And so getting the real thing out of the scriptures is so powerful because the listener, the receiver says, 
whoa, God loves me like that. Whoa, God did this. And the process of translation over the 27 years, the Piaroa people were sitting on the edge of their seat. We did book mm. by book. And it was as though they hadn't received the letter before because of wow. the quality of translation. They were sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for another letter from Paul or waiting for another gospel and to read it afresh. And it, it totally changed their lives. And I didn't, I wasn't aware of this because I was just doing my job. And so I'm in a room right. with five other Piero people and we're translating. So it's just a small group. And one time as we were translating, uh, I, I remember one time among many where one of the women was just moved to tears as we, we were, were forming the word of God in her own native tongue. And she was listening to it as I was reading it off of the screen to them. And she was moved to tears and she said, I just have to say something. And this is going to change my children's lives. And this, I want my children to hear this. And I don't even remember the scripture mm -hmm. in question, but I remember being so impacted with, with how powerful these words were impacting her. And then I realized that on the other side of my computer screen was a hundred thousand people that were going wow. to be receiving these words in their language. And the word of God changes lives. Wow. Wow. Well, that's an incredible story. I, mean, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be receiving Paul's words for for the very first time. Well, hey, you know, we, this is probably a great time to run to a break. So on the other side of this break, we will hear more from Tim and his work to translate the Bible into the Piaroa language. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring two million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. I'm also online with Tim Walker. He is with Ethnos Canada. Now, Tim, you were telling us a story about how the word has now started to permeate the lives of people. And so take us to the next step, Tim. Uh, where, how have you seen God use this new translation to start to reach the hearts and the lives of those who are part of the PRO tribe? You know, if I could back up and give the credit to God, I I would I I will do that. And and what I mean by that is, you know, we have in mind that we're going to take Christ to the foreign field, but the fact is that all things consist in Him, and Christ was there from the beginning of creation, and Christ was there in the Piero people before the gospel ever arrived, but they didn't know mm. who who they lived and moved and had their being in, and God has put such a hunger in the Piaroa nation, in the heart of the Piaroa people for the word of God. 
And I can't explain it other than just God did something very unique and special in their mm. hearts. And it was that hunger and that passion, which then in turn moved me, impelled me and motivated me to keep going, uh, doing a job that I probably would have quit doing if it wasn't for that. And, mm. uh, and you know, this is what we saw in the translation session with that woman and this is what impacted me when I was realizing that these words are going to go out. These words were prepared by God and he's using me, but he's got his focus on the nation and they're going to receive these words. The Piero people are so in love with Jesus Christ and they have such a passion to know God that they inspire me. They teach me and, and I'm just facilitating by giving them the information. Um, so during right. our missionary, sorry, you had a oh, question. I, 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 yeah, I was just going to ask, I was just going to ask to explain a little bit about the, uh, the need that's out there right now. You were just explaining that these people, they, they love Jesus. They're getting this kind of for the first time. I mean, that there was a, a rudimentary translation that was done, but this one is far more accurate. It's far more thorough. It's, it's in their language using better terms and, um, that there's a hundred thousand people currently in this people group. And so you were talking about how, like on the other side of your screen are a hundred thousand eyes that are looking for this, but I don't think there's a hundred thousand of these Bibles out there yet. Can you explain us a little bit about the need that, that, that we have for getting these Bibles distributed to the people. So we're getting a Bible into the hand of everybody 12 years old and up. And so far we have printed 35,000 and the, the last edition, 15,000 was, has just left the print shop. It's on route to the border and Perfect. we're trusting the Lord to get them across the border. But what I wanted to say on the hunger of the Piero people during our missionary work, we were persecuted and we were evicted from the country through slander right. and through false propaganda, false propaganda from government people and anthropologists. So. Uh, during that time, the country fell apart and became very dangerous, and we could no longer get into the country. And that was starting mm. from about 2008. And so from those years, it had been many years since I had been able to see people. And through my contact with Russell Stendhal, mm. he drove me in that truck that you referred to uh, yeah. twice now to the border, and, we, and has facilitated meetings with Piro pastors and leaders. And this was just such a phenomenal in-person contact with the people and was such a blessing. Uh, one of the times last year when I was there, uh, there was an older man named Manuelito. And I had gone to his village probably uh, 30 years ago and preached the gospel. And he came all the way from his interior location. Somehow he heard that I was going to be in this place in Colombia. He came, he crossed the river with the other, there were 67 of them that came that year. And he was there. Poor Manuelito has developed a problem with his hearing. So he couldn't hear, but he came. Mm. The only way he can hear is if you get right up to his ear and you shout. And so wow. I just saw him there in the meetings and he was just happy to be there although he wasn't hearing. And, and the Lord told me one day, make this meeting for Manuelito. Put Manuelito mm -hmm. in a chair right in the middle of the entire meeting and get up close to his ear 
and yell the message to him and everyone else will be able to hear it too. (laughs) And so that's what I did. And it was just so touching to see the tears pour out of his eyes. And he started, Mm -hmm. he shared with me, he said, Timoteo, he said, you came to my village years ago and you told me that Jesus paid for my sin and I'm holding on to that. Is there anything else? And so the next (laughs) message to him was, yes, there is much more that Christ saved us for something. He didn't just save us from something, but he saved us for something. He saved us from hell and destruction, but he saved us for his life. And just Mm -hmm. as we have been saved by his grace, even so we'll walk in newness of life. And I opened up Romans and I, I, I preached a message from Romans that who we are now in Christ, that Christ himself is our very life and that is no longer us who live, but Christ lives in us and through us. And he is by his spirit, who is the Holy Spirit, the power that lives the Christian life. And he was just so content. It was like he got what he came for and he went back. (laughs) That's huge. That's huge. Well, hey, before we let you go, because we're at the end of the episode, Tim, Give us a little snapshot about what happens on your radio broadcast. You say you have a half an hour every day to speak to these people. Tell us a little bit about what you're going through right now with this radio broadcast. Oh, Mark, it's so fun. All these years, all I wanted to do was share the message. I just wanted to teach it, but I needed a Bible to teach it from. And now that I have a Bible in my hand, I get to teach verse by verse through the Bible. And currently, oh, wow. I'm just finishing up First John, and it's just such a joy. I start the, the the program with a little bit of music, and then it's a Bible lesson, and then a, and and then I close it off. And those get aired every morning at 6 a.m. all across the Piero Nation. Wow, that's huge, Tim. I I thank you so much for sharing your heart, because I, I I'm asking for the listening audience to be praying for Tim, because you um, you could see the kind of quality that God has lifted up to be an encourager, to be a servant uh, to the Pieroa people. I am, you know, you send us those amazing pictures and many of them are truly in the jungle. Some of them take, it takes uh, days to travel. The ones that took almost two weeks to come to the conference you told me about was so inspiring. And so I'm just picturing them around the radio listening to you every morning. It's just um, so warming to my heart, brother. You know, I'll end with this too. Mark, you know, some of the mm-hmm. pictures and videos that uh, Tim has, has sent, uh, I mean, truly shows the impact. And one of my favorites is that they're coming in with a truck into this village, probably about a thousand people or so, thousand, two thousand. I'm not sure how many, but the whole village is out lying the streets. And then the children start running after screaming and shouting for joy because the Bibles have arrived for the first time in, you know, uh, uh, the, the completion that they prayed about for years and this has impacted the whole village. This is kind of like a national celebration. And uh, I just want people to get a hold. That's what's happening in this. Re- that, that God has lifted up Tim as part of this revival that we see happening in Venezuela. So be praying for Tim. Be praying for these Bibles. We, we just appreciate so much the partnership that we have with all our partners out there. So, Mark, you could take mm-hmm. us out. Thanks. Yeah, Tim, thank you for being here. And thank you for uh, sharing with us what God is doing in you and through you and for these precious people. Hey, our listeners, we want to encourage you to step out and becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God. And the way that you begin that journey with SOM is just by subscribing to the newsletter. Hey, when we get news 
from Venezuela, we share it in the newsletter. And you can hear stories, you can see pictures, you can sign up for that at either atriskradio.com or at spiritofmartyrdom.com. David, we're running a special right now. It's a special promotion to try to get some uh, more Bibles into Venezuela. And so right now at the new SOM Bookstore, which is sombookstore.com, if you buy one Jubilee Bible, for yourself, we'll send two Bibles to Venezuela. Uh, those Bibles get into the hands of those who don't currently have a Bible because we think that every person who is a Christ follower in Venezuela should have a Bible in their hands. So right now we're shooting for 3 million Bibles. We're at just under 500,000 right now total. And many of those are in the Piarora language. Well, hey, lastly, SOM International and At Risk Radio are funded by you. We're supported as you sign up to become a monthly donor or as you buy books. In exchange for a donation in our bookstore, many of those books are written by Russell Stendhal, and we would love to get those into your hands. You can find those at the SOM Bookstore, again, sombookstore.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.